all of your friends that have any products in the United States, don't wait for a broker to tell you. Field agent will give you truth in a matter of hours. And you never leave your desk. You simply log in, click, click, go to a cart, and you spend $8.95 US. And I can tell you exactly what's going on in the shelf where your products are to see if your distributor actually put up the display that you paid them to do. Have you ever wondered, how do you grow a socially conscious and environmentally friendly e-commerce brand online while also making a profit? Yeah, me too. After watching my family members suffer through cancer and heart disease using products by companies that care more about profits than their customers, there must be a better way, right? That's when I discovered an emerging wave of successful, purpose-driven businesses, and I knew I needed to be a part of it. So join me as we dive into the stories behind the most inspiring brands in the world and discover the secrets on how they successfully win over the vote of their customers' wallets and grow their business online. My name is Vincent Tandiono and welcome to the e-commerce speak podcast. Welcome to another episode of the e-commerce speak podcast. I'm super excited because today we're going to talk about something a little different. I have a special guest with me today. His name is Rick West, and we're going to be talking about retail. And Rick is the CEO and founder of Field Agent. And I love what they say on their website is you're a click away from stores and shoppers everywhere. So Field Agent, uh, what they do is they connect brands, retailers, and agency with customers across the country and also around the world to help you win at retail. And his platform harnesses smartphones across the country that helps you to bridge the gap between you and your customers. So I'm super excited. Welcome to the show, Rick. Hey, Vincent, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here today. I can't wait to chat. Yeah, so let's start a little bit about uh, sharing a little bit about your story, especially for people who may not be familiar with uh, Field Agent or with, uh, with your work. So how did you go from like, uh, PNG, starting from PNG, and then up, up to like now, how do you come up with the idea to start Field Agent? Sure. So, uh, you know, I was uh, one of these these guys that uh, worked at PNG for a while. Spent about, you know, 10, 12 years in the United States, spent some time in Asia, uh, two years in Hong Kong, one year in Bangkok. And as I was finishing up my time in Asia, uh, the company was looking for a few thousand volunteers, primarily expats that were in the, working in ASEAN. And so I took a package and moved to Northwest Arkansas to start a business here and kind of use that separation package as seed money. So as people look at, you know, angel investors, you know, I kind of had the company provide funds to do that um, and did several LLC shopper marketing, shopper research. We had several products and brands of our own. Uh, and then around 2010, and this was Vincent, this was pre-selfie, no front facing camera, no video, iPhone 3S, App Store had been open for about six months. Okay, so you got that 100% of the business world was still BlackBerry. And we were sitting around a table trying to determine how we could use this new little computer, this handheld thing called an iPhone, to capture data inside of a store. Because in our world, we're shopper marketers, we have brands, and we were trying to figure out pricing, displays, what was new. And we're traveling all over the United States capturing data and doing interviews and getting insights. We said, someone's got to be doing it. And Vincent, they weren't. No one, the business model was download an app, click on an ad. 
So we flipped it upside down, became the very first app in iTunes to pay cash for you delivering data to me via an app. So that's how early this was in the process. So you fast forward 11 years and we're in the United States, seven different countries. If there's a zip code with cell phone coverage, we're capturing data. And our data for all your listeners is very simple. We do quantitative. Is the display there? What is the price? We do insights and mystery shopping. Tell me about your experience. And we do marketing work. Uh, we have people buy product, get reimbursed for it, and do ratings and reviews and sampling. So if you're a product owner, we cover everything for you. If you're on the uh, research side, we capture amazing data for you. Or if you're an everyday person, I'm the only guy on your podcast, Vincent, that's ever going to pay somebody cash. Download the app. Let me pay you cash to try products. <laughs> yeah. So, so how is that? Uh, is that similar to other, like, I know there are some apps where you like do some research or, or they uh, give some uh, coupons. Is that, is that similar? Like it's do, like, similar, surveys? but what I, what I tell people, Vincent, is that if you want someone to go do something and you want it to happen this afternoon in about two hours, paying them a coupon, giving them a percent off, letting them become a sergeant, giving them a badge that says they're the mayor of whatever is not going to make someone move. Field agent comes in and says, while people, you know, 2 million downloads, people are shopping today. If you want someone to do something right now, cold, hard cash. So our scale tells us is that if you want to wait over the next 30 days and hope that someone will do something for a coupon, great. If you need data today that's near real time, come to us and we're going to get data back to you this afternoon. Wow, that's, that's really fast. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm sure you've seen a lot of data uh, through the uh, many years that you've been working yeah. there. And so what would you say is like the biggest mistakes uh, that brands make when they are uh, selling in retail? Let's start out with the entrepreneurs that people are just launching. Uh, the, the biggest mistake they can make is trusting the advice of friends and family. Because Vincent, everyone tells you that your baby is cute. And you know what? Your baby's ugly. Your baby's very ugly. But your friends and family will never tell you that. A complete stranger will tell you, I don't like the packaging. The pricing is wrong. I tried it at home. It didn't work. The so number one mistake is you're launching something that's so special to you and you haven't really run it through the rigors of consumer testing, which is why when you launch it, you get bad reviews and people tell you this doesn't work and it was broken. The packaging is right. So come to Field Agent and we're going to give you hundreds of unbiased reviews, hundreds of unbiased people that are trying and engaging so you know coming in. So that's mistake number one. Mistake number two is, I mean, I, I know you don't want to pay attention to competition because you think you're the best person in the world. You've got to understand what competition is doing. So again, getting that perspective is really, really important. So perspective from friends and family, bad, ignoring competition, bad. And that's the small guy. The larger guy, I think where they make a mistake is that they trust their return on investment is going to happen because of scale. And if they're 90% accurate, 80% executed correctly, they're so big, it's close enough. We would argue that going from 80 to 90, 90 to 95 to 98 is really, really important in today's world. And we help them make sure their execution is closer to 95, 98. And those five to 10 basis points 
could be the difference of making or breaking a year, or more importantly, ensuring that your consumers that are looking for your product aren't switching to someone else's. So those are two broad mistakes we see all the time. Mm, yeah, thanks for sharing that, Rick. So how often do you suggest to like study the market or the, the competition? Is that, should that be like an ongoing basis or like quarterly? Well, based on the, let's say that you're an um, organic product for the sake of arguing, and you are a consumable and you are a produce, et cetera. Well, you're going to look at times of the year and try to better understand what's happening. But if you're an organic product and you're in the shampoos or you're in deodorants or you're in um, uh, cleaning products, the primary time of the year for you, and you know this because it's your category, is you normally have one time a year that's a major shelf reset that most new items come in to shelf. And you probably also have a middle of the year where they make a change. Well, you need to understand what's happening about that time of the year. But what you also know is that there's certain test markets across the United States that your competitors are playing in. So many people use different parts of Phoenix, et cetera, because you don't have, it's a clean market. People aren't coming in. So a ton of people do test products in Phoenix. Well, don't fly to Phoenix. What if I sent you a picture of the shelf set every single week and you keep looking at it and all of a sudden you see a new product? You're like, aha, I gotcha. I see the new product and now you're having someone buy it for you and you're checking it out. So the, the short answer is it depends. The long answer is as you look at when things are changing or where your competition is, that's when you're simply checking on it. If my core competitor was based out of Atlanta, guess where they're testing products? Probably very close to the home office. I'm checking that area all the time. And once I find it, now I'm monitoring it more often. Wow, that's interesting. So you can be like monitoring different places even without being there. <laughs> that's that's well, really Exactly, cool. because there's no reason to fly around. And COVID's yeah. proved that, right? You can stay at home. In our case, if you had a question about a particular product in a location, and so, so Vincent, where are you based? I'm based in Singapore. Five o'clock in the morning, right? For you. Yep, six. For six, six mm -hmm. o'clock in the morning. What if I told you by eight o'clock in the morning, I could have photos of every place your product is in and what your core customers are and what the current pricing is, what competitors pricing will be. And I could tell you that in two hours. Wow. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Sitting in Singapore for all of your friends that have any products in the United States, don't wait for a broker to tell you. Field agent will give you truth in a matter of hours. And you never leave your desk. You simply log in, click, click, go to a cart, and you spend $8.95 US. And I can tell you exactly what's going on in the shelf where your products are to see if your distributor actually put up the display that you paid them to do. Don't leave Singapore. Stay there. Let me do the work for you. Spend $10 a store to make that happen. It's the best money you've ever spent, Vincent. And now you can keep your contractors accountable because they told you they put displays up in 100 stores. How do you know, Vincent? You don't know. And I could tell you within 24 hours exactly what's going into all those stores. Now you're holding people accountable and your return on investment increases because you didn't waste money to spend money for displays that never went up. That's the business that we're in. Yeah. Talking about displays and, and, and uh, putting things on uh, retail, 
Uh, what uh, something I've heard you mention before in other uh, podcasts, other interviews is that it's uh, easier to put things on the shelf, but it's much harder to stay on the shelf, something like that. Yeah, very, very good. I'm glad you're listening. Uh, that's one of those those retail things is that it's so easy because you'd be surprised how quickly a retailer would try something. But once you try it and you took someone's shelf space, people are not going to sleep at night because they're going to work extra hard to get you back off the shelf because you took their space. So it's really hard to stay. And what we, we tell people is that, hey, congratulations, you're in 2000 Walmarts. Congratulations, you're in 500 Kroger's. And then six months from now, you're like, well, the price tag fell off. The display didn't go up. Someone took my product off the shelf. It wasn't replenished. And the buyer comes back to you and says, Vincent, I gave you 500 stores. These 300 performed terribly. And you said, well, it wasn't my fault. I gave you the product. And they said, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't blame me because you didn't know that the price tag fell off. Don't blame me because you didn't make sure it was replenished. Vincent, that's your job. So now you will go from 500 stores to 200. And then Rick is saying, Vincent, I told you so. You should have been using field agent to keep you abreast every 30 days, every two weeks, just to spot check to make sure that you're stocked and you're set up. He said, yeah, but Rick, I use data. Data tells me that I have inventory. Well, there's a thing called phantom inventory, Vincent. You think you have inventory, but someone stole three of your products. The store is not replenishing because it thinks there's three products in inventory. You look on the shelf and there's zero. That's never going to change. And your product is zero. Well, guess what a retailer doesn't like? Empty shelves. You know what they do? They take the tag off. They change the facing over. And Vincent just lost a store because he's in Singapore and he can't check the store in Atlanta. But Rick and field agent would check the store in Atlanta and say, let us go fix that for you. Let us go to that store and put a tag up, go to the back room, bring product out, and fix that for you. That's what we do for clients every single day across any zip code in the United States and seven other countries. We're there for you. Wow, that's really amazing. I, I think everybody who, who, who has a retail or they want to get into retail or they even just want to um, do some research on the, on the market, they definitely need to be using field agent. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I'm curious though, uh, what do you, what trends do you see uh, in the retail space? Because you've been here uh, looking at a lot of data for, <laughs> for more than a decade. What, what, what trends do you see, let's, let's say in the coming, coming year in 2022? I think in 2022, there's a part of the business that you can't ignore if you are wanting to play in e-commerce and brick and mortar. Uh, and that is, is that these things are directly related in that retailers are going to begin using their stores as inventory. So someone's online and they say, I want to buy three organic products and I want to buy three cosmetic things here and two of these. And I want them delivered to my home or I want to go pick them up at a store. And you're thinking, yeah, but I'm not worried about e-commerce. It's over here, different inventory. I'm just going to be focused at retail and keep retail going. And all of a sudden, the e-commerce order goes to pick and it says no inventory, no inventory, no inventory. And they substitute a competitor's product. They substitute something else. And you're just in trouble. So I think the trend going forward is, is that, that suppliers are going to have to have 
data and technology to help them ensure that e-commerce inventory is matched up with brick and mortar inventory. And when I look at a zip code, I understand where it's pulled from and where it goes. And I have to understand that it's more interconnected than it's ever been before because e-commerce is not just online Amazon delivered to my home. It's now target.com, pick from the store, I pick it up or it's delivered to my home. That integration is really, really important because after COVID, I don't think people are going to go back. I think it's just going to continue to increase pickup and delivery. And there are many suppliers today that are sort of paying attention to it. And I think you can win because if you learn anything, Vincent, within the e-commerce world, the first time that your product gets into someone's cart and they pay for it, and the next time they go shop and it says, here's what you had in your cart last time, that's a big win. But if it's in the cart and there's no inventory and they substituted it, guess what comes up? Not your product. So I think that's going to be a trend that you're going to see that's that's moving forward. Uh, and the other piece is, and listen, we all know this intuitively around you know data specifically, but it's if you're a if you're a major player in a category, obviously you need IRI data and Nielsen data. You need to understand the category. I think the small guys are going to have to start buying some data and trying to understand things because the shelf space is so important. I think they're going to continue to get pushed. So the use of data, data analytics is going to be at more important, if not more important than ever before, I think in 2022. Yeah, I think that's that's actually an interesting uh, integration. I think when that, that kind of integration happens, I think there'll be interesting yeah. to, to see. <laughs> so yeah, thank you for sharing that, Rick. So sure. uh, for people who want to learn more about uh, field agent or they just like what you shared and they want to learn more about uh, follow your work, what's the best way for them to do that? There's two things, Vincent. Number one, I am your friend on LinkedIn. So DM me on LinkedIn, would love to chat, engage. But if you want to shop and you want to buy one of our products, go to fieldagent.net. That's fieldagent.net. Click on shop. It'll take you right to our marketplace. And within a matter of three minutes, you're getting data from any location that you can imagine coming right into your dashboard. And that's really the straightforward nature of this. It's really, really easy. And for a few of your listeners, if you want to make some extra cash in the United States, Download the app, I'll pay you some cash. But if I'm your friends in Singapore and you're having lunch today and you're on the deck overlooking an amazing bay and you're talking about, man, my product's in the US, I'm not sure if my third party is helping, you're going to say, I heard this guy on a podcast today, Rick, and Field Agent will give me eyes into North America, across Canada, the United States, Mexico. Let's go use that today to solve some problems. And that's kind of who we are. So, Vincent, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, that eyes, that vision is definitely very important. Yeah, so uh, Rick, before we wrap this up, if you have any final takeaways or any final things that you'd like to share that maybe I didn't ask? No, I, I think for us, it is that we're, we're all living in this world of e-commerce and we're understanding the effect of e-commerce and B2C. My world's B2B. So my encouragement to the listeners are is that uh, it's great to have agencies. It's great to, to get on phones and talk to folks. Um, don't overthink this. Go to our marketplace. Let us help you solve problems. Click, click the cart. It's the new way of thinking. It's a new way of going. I'd love for them to participate and see what things look like and give me some feedback about our marketplace and what they think. 
Yeah, awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I will definitely leave your um, your LinkedIn and your, your website as well in the show notes so people can check it out. And make sure you do because you will definitely get a lot of value out of the data that you get out from Field Agent. So thank you so much, Rick, for being here. And it was a pleasure chatting with you. You bet. Thank you.